Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So, do you feel like? I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh! I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh! It's your turn to get the baby. So, are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run! And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Gamer Parents Podcast. This is episode number 49. And if this is your first time here, my name is Joanne and I'm joined by my amazing husband and gamer partner in crime, Kevin. What's up? We are parents of two kids, a four-year-old and a two-year-old, and we love gaming. So before I begin, I'll pass the mic to Kevin to share about his week in life and in gaming. Yeah, so I guess I'll start off with the life side of things. So here in Texas, I don't think we have as bad as most people, but a lot of places, at least in the U.S. right now, kind of going through with this cold snap that's been going on the last couple of days. So yeah, freezing temperatures here in Texas. I think it was getting down to like 15 degrees Fahrenheit, which is pretty cold for us. So we're not really used to that far below freezing, even though not definitely not negatives like what some other places are seeing, mm -hmm. um, but still cold for what we're used to, as well as that also comes with its own cast of issues that can arise with cold temperatures, you know, frozen pipes and those sort of things. Yeah. So, yeah, there was basically just getting ready for that. You know, it's not, it's kind of thing that we have to plan for. Um, luckily, we, you know, knew this was coming, this was mm -hmm. happening. So we were able to prepare, you know, cover our pipes and, and do everything that we need, bring our plants inside, right? Uh, yeah. Cover some of the plants out, outside so they don't, uh, hopefully they don't die. But who, know. who knows with this super cold temperature, mm -hmm. it does tend to happen. Yeah. And yeah, so it's just been getting ready for this freeze and then uh, just kind of making through it now. Right now we're just kind of in the middle of it. And luckily we have been fine with, we haven't really had a whole lot of issues yet with it, mm -hmm. at least compared to like last winter freeze, but it got colder. I think last, this last freeze was like, I think it got, it got down to like six degrees, I want to say. So it hasn't been as cold, mm -hmm. but still pretty cold. We have this issue here in Texas where when it gets too cold, you lose power. I know. So that was kind of another concern because we didn't know if it was going to be a repeat of what happened last time mm -hmm. when it got super cold and a lot of people lost power, including us. I think we went without power for about five days, Yep. which was tough when it was about five to 10 degrees outside. Plus rain and snow. And yeah, and there was a bit of snow, which was unusual for Texas, of course. But it was damaging. Yeah, a lot of uh, houses aren't really built for that kind of weather here. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people who, you know, had pipes in their, in their walls burst, mm -hmm. you know, or um, roofs <laughs> caving in, yeah. some water damage, and all kinds of weird stuff. Yep, it was a crazy time. So we were lucky last go around, and this one definitely doesn't seem nearly as bad, which is good. I know a lot of other areas are going through issues with super cold temperatures and uh, definitely some scary weather out there right now. Exactly. So that's like kind of what's taken the most of my life front part this week. Although you have some stuff to add, and I don't want to steal your thunder. <laughs> so I will go ahead and shift gears over to gaming, what it's all about. And this week, I'm still in love with Marvel Snap. I made a couple of new decks around a card called Patriot, which he buffs your other cards as long as they don't have an ability of their own. So he's pretty unique because most people don't really use the cards that don't have abilities, but with him in your deck, you do. So it's getting giving me a chance to use cards I normally would never use. And it kind of helped me hit like this winning streak. Like as soon as I made this Patriot deck, I went on like a pretty big winning streak and increased my rank a lot. So at this point, like I'm afraid to play any other deck because I have a feeling I'm just going to fall back down. 
because I think this one just maybe performs better than the other ones that I've been playing. And it's also fun. I'm still enjoying it. So probably until I find something better or that I said I like more, I'll probably stick with that one. But yeah, still very much playing Marvel Snap. I, I am kind of stuck around the low to mid 60s rank. I'm trying to hit 70. That's that's the goal right now. That's what I'm working towards. Otherwise, on the gaming front, I don't even know if I really played Hearthstone in the last week. Maybe once or twice. Yeah, you not did. Not much. Yeah. <laughs> like very little. It's all been Marvel Snap. You know, it's kind of the last week or two. So I mean, I kind of mentioned that last week. But it's definitely leaning a lot heavier towards Marvel Snap right now, and mm-hmm. that is still the case. And then, of course, we have been playing our love right now, World of Warcraft. We've been yeah. playing quite a bit of that together. Yes. We both hit level 70 on stream, I think. I know I Isn't did first. <laughs> yeah, you hit 70 first before me. I was maybe like an hour later yep. or so. It was Yeah, it was on stream one night, so that was kind of cool. What? And then we played a few days of it since then, and... You know, some of the end game stuff. It's been fun. We did almost all of the dungeons. We killed the world boss. We hunted for rare spawns and got some drops from those. So we've done a little bit since um mm-hmm. since hitting seventy. We haven't tried the new raid yet, which is one of the next things on my list. Mm-hmm. Although we kind of need to get the guild back together and going so that we can have a solid group for that, because Hugging those is not very fun usually. At least you do rate finder first. Yeah, rate finder is a good way to start, um, mm-hmm. and so that that basically teaches people how to do the fights. It yeah. kind of tones them down, makes it easier, and also like automatically groups you with people, so you don't have to like build your own mm-hmm. group. You know, and you don't really have to have anybody lead it, and it's just a much easier introduction to the the, the rating system. True. Also. Apparently, from one of the rare spawns that we had killed, I got a very rare drop. I forget what the rate was. I remember I looked it up. It was really rare and sells for like over 2 million gold or something like that. Yeah, in-game too. Which I was kind of like a disbelief. Like somebody was like, wow, that's that's a really, you're really lucky to get that. Like that, that sells for a whole bunch, right? So when I went to the auction house and looked, yeah, like it... it it's on there for around 2 million gold. So I don't know if I'll be able to sell it for that much. Mm-hmm. But I was really excited because I've never had anything that valuable. Um, especially <laughs> in World of Warcraft. I feel like even though I don't spend a lot of money, I never make a lot of money. So I'm like kind of always broke. Yeah. So I think at the most I ever had was like maybe two or 300,000 gold, I feel like. And so now we're talking millions. So like it feels, it feels good. It feels good. <laughs> I know it's just in a game, but it still let me uh, let me have my moment here. It still feels pretty good. <laughs> I'll let you have your moment. Yeah, but I'm sure so. to get some gold from you. Okay. <laughs> of course. What's what's mine is yours. Yes. And what's yours is yours. <laughs> I mean, I'll save uh, some of the wow talk for later. But yeah, that's kind of um, what I've been doing with my time this week. Mm-hmm. But. What about you, Joanne? What have you been up to? So this week has been really fun because I get to do a lot of Christmas traditions with the kiddos. So first we did gingerbread house building, which is Mm. pretty much something we just started last year. And it's really fun, you know, considering that the kids can't stop trying to put the decor, that those beads, those chocolate beads or gumballs in their mouth versus decorating the yeah, they gingerbread just to, house. They just wanted to eat the I candy, know. like not decorate the house, which is the whole point. Yeah. But, but then again, you know, it is candy, so I, I kind of get it. It was very cute to see, especially since it's our daughter's first time, she's two, to decorate the gingerbread house. I remember last year she was napping when the four-year-old did it just because she was too young for it. And we also had like two friends most this week. One was at home and then one more was at a restaurant at night. And it was really fun to meet friends, exchange gifts with the kids, you know, between the kids, I mean. Yeah, sorry, that's also not like our normal routine for Christmas as mm-hmm. far as like meeting up with friends or, you know, friends miss 
and all that. Is that you that planned all of those or was it kind of initiated by other people? Well, the kids are older now, so it's just easier and they have more friends now. So having Christmas with their friends is kind of like play date plus hanging out and eating and celebrating Christmas. So Gotcha. We also bake apple pies, which is meant for Christmas Eve. And that's an annual family tradition. The only difference is like more people are involved now, which are the kids. More work trying to stop them from playing with the ingredients, but double the fun. Yeah, I'm sure they'd probably be more work than they would be contributing to baking apple pies. Yeah. Although the apple pies do look amazing. I was not there for the apple pie baking, but I did get to see pictures of the after product. Yes. And looked great. It looked amazing. It's we do the same recipe every year mm -hmm. and they are so good. It's probably one of my favorite homemade apple pies, yeah. although I could be biased. It's it's not a traditional apple pie, that's for sure. It's more like a crumble apple pie crumble with like the topping is more crumbled, you know? Oh. On the top, it's not the regular apple pie where you cover it with a pie oh, dough, okay. you know so, yeah, what I, I mean? I think I know what you're yeah. I mean, I don't have apple pie that often, so I'm, this is probably what I'm more used to. Mm -hmm. But I do forget, regular apple pie is a little bit different. Yeah. Not quite like it. Don't we have pictures of this somewhere? It is in our Discord. So it is in the Discord. So if you're not in the Discord, maybe you should be. And you can check out these amazing pictures of apple pie. Because everybody likes apple pie, right? Yep. Can't go wrong with them. But that's about life. And for gaming, I didn't really do a whole bunch of games except WoW at night. But... No mobile games, no other Game Pass games. So that's why we will be rating and giving a review on World of Warcraft tonight. Yay! And are there any new game releases for us this week, Kevin? Yes, there are. They're not a ton, um, but we do have a few. We do have Coffee Shop Tycoon released on PC. Ooh. Mortal Shell released on Switch. Oceancraft on Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One, Kaiju Wars on Switch, Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion on PS4. Uh, what a name for that one. <laughs> and then we have Melatonin on Switch. We have Naraka Blade Point released to Xbox One, Valkyrie Profile Lenith on PS5 and PS4, and Sports Story on Switch. That is it for the new game releases. I really like the Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion one. That's a, that's a pretty interesting title. And then that uh, Naraka Blade Point has always been an interesting game to me, being a, a battle royale where basically everyone is like a ninja or samurai type of character. And you're, for the most part, using like different melee weapons and abilities and stuff. It's not like your normal battle mm -hmm. royale that you would expect. But I thought that was a really cool idea for a game. The rest of these, I'm not too familiar with. Coffee Shop Tycoon kind of sounds interesting. Is that Starbucks? Or... That's what I'm thinking. I'm <laughs> assuming it's like you're running a Starbucks and trying to make money and bring in customers. But it sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Game Pass, hopefully. There is no new releases on Game Pass this week. Darn it. <laughs> Nothing. This, this is the first time since we started the podcast, at least that I know of, where they did not have any Game Pass games in an I, entire week, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't Which, remember having no Game Pass games at all. Yeah, same here. And I mean, that, that says a lot for Game Pass and being as amazing as it is that they have new games release every single week, except this week. So I don't know, maybe everyone's getting ready for the holidays or the servers are frozen. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or whatever, for whatever reason, no no Game Pass games this last week. Although still plenty to do and play on Game Pass. Because there's a lot of good ones recently. Still we need to get into High on Life ourselves though. That is true. That would be probably the next game review. Maybe. I, I, that looks really fun. Everyone's saying it's a blast. I mm -hmm. want to try it out. Me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's it for new games and Game Pass releases. So we can move on to WoW, game of the week and a bit of the backstory on my side. I'll start first sure. just because I just started playing WoW in January 2021. So this is all pre-podcast and this was like when Kevin and I decided to like do some gaming sessions together and 
play a common game. So I wouldn't say it's like my first MMORPG games. I've played some others before. Just to give a quick overview on how much I've played is I started out in the Lions faction as a Night Elf Mage. But then it got too complicated being my first time playing WoW. So I switched to the Worgen Hunter, which was easier for me to play. I was just going to say that was probably a smart switch, just given that Hunters are considered a lot easier to play than most classes. Mm -hmm. Mages are a little bit of a glass cannon. They can do a lot of damage. They have a lot at their disposal, but they don't really have very good defenses and they're very mm -hmm. squishy. Exactly. And I like that hunters have pets too to help. So yep. that works. Pets out. that can take damage, they can taunt enemies mm -hmm. and do other things. So helpful to have. Yeah. And that was like for the Shadowlands expansion, I believe, right? When yes. we first joined. Yeah, when we started yeah. was at the beginning of Shadowlands. Mm -hmm. That was when you started. And one thing I would just add to your story, the reason that we started playing WoW together I mean, for a long time, we just had one computer, which was kind of mediocre, and we had an opportunity to get a second one, which was actually gifted to us by a friend, an amazing friend, and it was uh, not a bad computer at all. So that's kind of where it started, and then we're like, well, let's just get one more and you know, kind of retire the old one that we had so that we could both have something to play on. Uh, you know, And then WoW was obviously at the top of our list to get into, and it was probably one of the first games where we actually like gifted gears and like spent a decent amount of time gaming mm -hmm. together with yep but kevin had a longer history with wow tell us kevin when did you start playing wow yeah so i started playing wow when i was in high school probably around 2007 2008 I don't know the exact year. I do know it was during Burning Crusade, which was the first expansion that they released. So I did not get to play in Vanilla WoW, which people claim was really good. Uh, Burning Crusade was also pretty good. Um, then I played every expansion since then. Mm -hmm. There are there's been a lot of them. If, if you're not familiar with the series, yeah, I did skip one, which was probably around the time we were getting married. You know, and then we had kids, and yeah, WoW took a long break for me, you know, mm -hmm. until we got to the point where we wanted to put some time back into gaming. Yep. And that was, you know, one of the games that I wanted to get back into, and I wanted to show it to you, right, yeah. as a game that I always went back to it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't always play every expansion from start to finish, but... I'd always be there at some point, mm -hmm. you know, and play for a good six months to a year, yep. really enjoy it, you know, and then take a break and then come back at another expansion. Yep. And so I, I kind of always knew I'd, I'd be back at some point, or at least hoping that I would. And so I got to go back to it with you this time, mm -hmm. which, or at least last time, I should say, last expansion, Shadowlands. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. I totally loved playing yep. through that with you. We probably played it for a good year plus. Yep, and I felt like Shadowlands was a good expansion for me to come into because when I saw everything else before that, you know, when we were doing time walking, which is like going back to past expansions, sure. I I really like how much things, the graphics and everything has changed. Like for Shadowlands, it's beautiful. I would say the music and and just the details of everything, the Easter eggs in it are all amazing so i think i joined at the right expansion at the right time and yeah it's definitely a game i'm glad that you introduced me to and then after like the whole shadowlands thing so we did everything i think i mean we didn't beat the boss boss but we had a guild we did dungeons we did raids and achievements i co collected transmogs i played it casually and I just enjoyed how it was so versatile like I can choose to do anything if I'm having a rough day and I don't want to stress out so much that night then I could just do quests or if I want to you know be more competitive then I can go raid and do mythic pluses so there was just a lot of things that one can do with WoW and then after that we unsub for a while we took a break from that did our podcast right yeah as we got more into game pass at mm -hmm. the time and you know i think back then we we've been playing shadowlands for a long time mm -hmm. and 
if anyone else is familiar with Shadowlands or played in Shadowlands, probably felt the same thing we did of just kind of getting burned out and not mm -hmm. really not having a whole lot more that you can do. The content was coming out a lot slower mm -hmm. back then because of COVID. Yes. And they were, you know, Blizzard was really delayed on putting patches out and updates and moving the expansion forward. And there just wasn't a lot that was coming into the game. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it was, I really liked certain things about that particular expansion, but there was less total substance in it. Yep. Probably half or maybe a little more than half of what we'd see like in a normal expansion. And it mm -hmm. was kind of over the same period of time. So it was definitely seemed a bit lacking in terms of stuff to spend your time on. Yep. And then now we're back with the new expansion, which is Dragonflight. Yep. Um, new class, new race, new zones, uh, new dungeons, a new raid. Dragon riding. The new capital city, which, you know, basically is stuff that happens in every expansion. Yep. But, you know, it's their own version of it, and it's it's Dragonflight, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, and like, did you say Dragon Riding? Yes, I said Dragon yeah, Riding. That is something that's never been in, in an expansion before, and mm. that's probably my favorite change, or one of them. Probably top two or three changes that they've made this expansion. Reasons that I like it. I think Blizzard did a good job. But as far as this current expansion so far there's still a lot that we haven't done there's obviously going to be more large patches to drop with more fun and exciting things but at least the way that we have it now there's a few things that i really like mm -hmm. about the expansion that i just want to touch on first of all like i mentioned dragon riding mm -hmm. is one of those now in pretty much every previous expansion of this game while you're leveling you you weren't were never able to fly right and that made it difficult to get around you're kind of basically forced to fight your way through stuff or just run through and, you know, hope you didn't get hit off your mount mm -hmm. and hope you can make it to where you wanted to go to without dying. And then typically after you hit the max level, there would be a way for you to earn flying. I think at the beginning it was literally you just had to spend a bunch of gold in the earlier expansions to mm -hmm. get flying for that new, for the new zones. And then then I think at some point they switched it to like an achievement based thing where you had to do something or like go far enough in the campaign or something, but that would usually come out like later in updates. But, but basically it was not intended for characters that were leveling to be able to fly. Mm -hmm. But in this expansion, they're giving us something called dragon riding, which is not traditional flying, but you basically have these dragons that you can ride around yep. or fly, I guess I should say. <laughs> And they kind of have like a limited amount of energy, basically. When flying. So, yeah, when flying. So you can't like fly endlessly, but you can fly like, you know, from one town to the next, basically. So it's not as exploitable or something as it would be if they gave us traditional flying, but it's still a huge help in exactly what we want to do in terms of being able to use it to kind of hop from one area to the other without... You know, one taking up a lot of time and also just the annoyances of having to run through a bunch of enemies to get somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's true. So I really like this. I hope they find a way. I mean, I feel like dragon riding is here because this is Dragonflight. Yeah. And it's all about dragons and this dragon riding thing. I hope they find a way to do something similar in future expansions to give us the same kind of convenience when it comes to traveling around zones, particularly earlier in the expansion before everybody can just fly. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause I can understand why they don't just want to let everybody fly right off the bat, you know, for while they're leveling kind of force us to go through the zones a bit more. Yeah. But I think this was like a, a really good compromise between the devs and players. Yeah. Another and thing that I also am really liking about this expansion was how they completely like revamped the talent system. So now every everyone has a class talent tree as well as like a specialization talent tree. So for example, if you're an arcane mage like I am, you have a mage talent tree, which is there for all mages. And then you have an arcane talent tree, which is only if you are a arcane spec mage. Mm -hmm. You can have like two different trees to work with. Typically the better stuff is in your class specialization tree, so arcane in my yes. example and then 
they've really I think they've outdone themselves with the talent tree this go around as well because there's a lot more options and it feels like you can really customize a lot more specifics about your character now there's always kind of going to be some min-maxing where it's proven that this particular build is the best way to go and it's going to maximize your damage or healing or tankiness and you're going to feel like this is what you have to do but i feel like there's still a lot of opportunity to play around with different talents kind of achieve different things and how how you want to build your character so i do like that i feel like there's a lot more customization that you can do in the talent trees this time um, that's probably another thing and i'm really just exploring the mage talent tree now like i i'm sure there's going to be a lot of cool things you can do with other classes as well and even other specs if i try out any of the other um, mage specs so i think that's the most part the things that i've liked so far i also like the music yeah. i really like the music i forget the zone but it's like the centaur place I really like the music in that oh, zone. The Onaran Plain. Yes, that's <laughs> the one. I love the music there. I don't know why. Like I always find myself like humming it, like even when I'm not there. Yeah. But yeah, that one uh, is a little bit catchy to me. So far, I mean, there's still a lot that we haven't heard, and there's it seems like there's been a lot of cinematics so far as well. Yep. And I always like I always like a good cinematic. So yeah, I am, that's good story yeah, right there. <laughs> usually good storytelling. It's usually something action-packed and fun to watch. Mm -hmm. uh, anything on your mind? What do you yes. like or dislike about the game right now? I forgot to mention, not about what I like or dislike, I forgot to mention that there's also professions that you could pick. Right. Yep. And there's, there's different kinds of professions. <laughs> yeah. Right? There's quite a few. There are gathering professions where you literally just go around looking for, you know, uh, or if you're a miner, or herbs if you're an herbalist, mm -hmm. or there is skinning, you could skin beasts mm -hmm. and make leather and all kinds of stuff. So there's different professions. Um, there's crafting professions, so you use those materials to make gear or items or yeah. pets sell or mounts them. <laughs> and all kinds of stuff that you can sell or use yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing you can sink some time and potentially some gold into, yep. leveling your professions. Like I said, to each his own. Some people enjoy that, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, that's why I say it's such a big game. That's, that's why I like it. Oh, yeah. Between, you know, dungeons, raids, quests, uh, hunting for transmogs, or just doing old content, you mm -hmm. know, exploring old zones to pet battles. Oh, yeah. Pet battles, that too. Yeah. Um, PvP. I don't know if I said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, leveling your professions, um, becoming an auction house tycoon. <laughs> Some people like to go crazy with the auction house. There's, you know, even going out there and taking screenshots or pictures of your character. And, oh, yeah. Uh, like, there's all kinds of stuff that. You, mm -hmm. could, that you can do and that people do in-game. But, yes, shall we move to the ratings? Unless you have something else to add. I'm trying to think of something that I don't like. There's probably only one thing I can think of that I don't like. Now, okay, so I have a kind of one that's somewhat of a maybe. This one, wow, like I said, it's a game that has so much depth and complexity to it because there are so many, especially now with, you know, crafting materials and reagents and professions and... I don't know. It feels like there's so many items now that I'll get, and I'm like, I have no idea like what I use this for. I have no idea if it's rare or any good. I have no idea how valuable it is or anything like that. And because they're just constantly trying to make changes to us, like the items in the game and what you use them. And one thing that they did this expansion was they made so the same item can drop, but just different rarities. You could have like a one star, two star, or three star like rarity of like the same item which kind of just added more layers to everything and just making it seem more complicated than it has been in past expansions which is kind of the opposite direction that i would like them to go just because i'm not a player who has like an infinite amount of time to put into us and figure everything out 
Mm-hmm. You know, we were parents. We just have a couple hours a day, basically, to play the games that we want to play. And, you know, this just takes more time away from that to sort through all the items we're getting and what they do and what we're supposed to do with them. So far, I've basically just sold everything that I could that I got. Just to throw it up on the auction house and turn it into gold because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> so that's one thing. Now, other expansions were kind of like that, but this one just seems a little bit worse. Another thing that I wouldn't really say I don't like about the game, um, there's just a few, there's a lot of quality of life things that they've added over the years. And one is the Dungeon Finder, which is great because you can just sign up, put yourself in a queue, and then when a group is ready, you'll automatically be given the prompt to accept it and you get pulled into a dungeon. If you don't accept it within a certain amount of time, however, uh, yeah, you basically have to requeue and wait another 15, 20 minutes, however long the wait is. And there's often times that just comes up at the most inopportune time, whether that be <laughs> like right when you start a cinematic and then this thing pops up and you're like, okay, well, now I have to decide, do I want to watch the cinematic or do I want to skip the cinematic so I can take advantage of the queue that I've been waiting in for the last 20 minutes, yeah. uh, waiting to get into this dungeon? Um, so there's a few things that, that happens to me like all the time. It'd be like, you know, every 30 minutes you get a cinematic and I love watching these cinematics and then you'll get like a dungeon queue happen at the same time. True. So it's not, I, I think there's probably an easy way for them to fix that. Like maybe temporarily pause your position in queue when you start cinematics. I think most people would mm-hmm. probably prefer that. Otherwise they'll just skip the cinematic anyways. That's a smart suggestion. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, or like it'll happen where you're like fighting a, you know, a quest boss or something and it comes up and you're like, oh, I just need like another 30 seconds to like finish this thing off. So it'd be cool if you could like let somebody else go ahead of you, right? Like, because you really, your only options are join the dungeon or leave the queue. True. <laughs> like normally if you're waiting in line, say you're at Starbucks and you're up the front and you're like, you know what? You turn to the person behind you and be like, hey, you go ahead of me. I don't know what I want yet. Right, you should really do the same thing here. Be like, I'm not ready to join the dungeon, so I still want my spot in line, but I'll let somebody else go in front of me. Yeah, not like let the whole line go in front of you. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like so many times you get kicked out of line. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So that's I feel like they could improve that a little bit. True. That's kind of been an issue basically since they came out with Dungeon Finder, which I want to say was Wrath of the Lich King. A long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have anything you don't like about the game? Nope. That is it. All right. Well, then let's get into these ratings, shall we? Okay. Okay. So before we start this, I would just say that World of Warcraft, we've told you our history with the game. You probably understand by now, both of us, especially me, fell mm-hmm. in love with this game long before we ever started this podcast or ever started rating games, mm-hmm. which is very different than all of the other games that we do ratings for. Yep. So I will say that. That in mind, it'll probably get a better score than most other games are, are getting from us because from of that you. reason. <laughs> yeah, I try to be a little harsh on it where I think it probably deserves to be. Even though I love the game, I do, but I can't give it a perfect score. I know that. Mm-hmm. Fair point. And this is definitely not a game that I could give a rating after just a week of playing it. This is Way definitely, too big. Yeah, it's too, Monster. too big. Yeah. Monster of a game. So we waited two years to give this rating, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here so we go. Let's get into it. First category of convenience. What did you think about the convenience? Or I guess, what do you think about the convenience of WoW? I would say the convenience would be like um, a 7 because it depends on what you're doing in-game. And let's say even if you're questing, if the kid cries and that you have to step out for a bit, go AFK, you have to, like, one way or another, get back to a safe location, safe zone where there's no enemies that would respawn and find you there. However, that's for questing or doing transmogs or any other thing, professions. But if you're playing um, battle kind of game like PvPs or dungeons or raids, then this is not the game to play when you have kids at your back end call. And that's something that we have experienced mm-hmm. because when we, when we got into WoW, it was right after our second kid was 
born, not right after, but pretty soon after. Yeah. So there was a lot of, you know, her waking up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we would be in a dungeon or a raid and it would yeah. be like, eh, one of us needs to go and get off uh, for a little bit to go take mm-hmm. care of the little one. Yep. And basically, yeah, if somebody is not pulling their weight, you're going to get, you know, kicked or removed from the group and replaced. And all of the time that you spent trying to get into the group and getting to where you got is more or less kind of wasted. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of painful and inconvenient when uh, with this game to, to have to step aside and do something, you know, attend to a baby or a kid. Yeah. So it's kind of rough. And it, it, I don't like what you said. It really depends on what you're doing. Uh, rating is really difficult there's there might be like a five minute break at some point during the raid and if it lines up perfectly with when your kid needs something uh then great otherwise you need yeah, to step sorry, out like mm-hmm. hopefully it's just trash that you're doing and uh you're able to be there for the boss fights true. but if not it'll be very difficult to be part of a raid group that is and sometimes true. those raids last two three four hours sometimes you oh know, yeah sometimes it's multiple nights because they go on so long mm-hmm. some of the longer ones and then dungeons are kind of shorter the like small versions of that that kind of maybe take about 30 minutes or so yeah so those are a little bit more convenient just because you know you can take a break in between dungeons mm-hmm. if something comes up uh, but those if something happens in the middle of it it is difficult and you will get removed from the group if you just go AFK, AFK and you yeah. will miss out on everything. So and you get a penalty, too, if you leave the if, group. If you leave, yeah, you do get a penalty so that you can't queue again for a oh. certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that's kind of harsh on parents like us sometimes. I had to think about convenience on multiple different aspects and then kind of round it out. So I feel like saying all of that, uh, putting the convenience at like a five... Okay, because, so average, I mean, Raiding yeah. in dungeons are super inconvenient, but, like, questing is pretty convenient. Yeah. So I'm trying to kind of average those out, because that's pretty much the only things that I do, dungeons, raids, and quests. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was dragged out mm-hmm. a lot while trying to explain that one. But the next category is that of communication. So, Joanne, what do you think on the communication? I gave it a 10 because and perfect score on communication yeah like in a gamer couple game of parents point of view what's the word i feel like we bond a lot over yeah, this i game. feel like it's important i think communication is probably the most important if not at least one of the most important qualities of a game like now mm-hmm. it wasn't didn't always used to be but when you get to play with your spouse or a loved one I think this category really starts to outshine the others because it really is what leads to that bonding. True. Yeah. So what do you feel, what drives (laughs) the communication? Like what describe the communication that you're getting out of this game? Well, okay. So first, obviously, even when we're doing our own campaign and I can like talk about the story, the campaign story with you, right? Mm -hmm. That's just a regular campaign. And then even in dungeons, it's so much easier to do it together and we have to be on Discord. And of course, Raid, you will be in a guild that uses Discord as well and where the leader would tell you about the mechanics and your roles. Uh-huh. I feel like communication in this game is so important when it comes to big events like that. And I also feel like it's less lonely because especially when you're doing it together with a spouse, uh, oh, yeah. this is the game that you can bond on. Like You can talk about a lot of things in this game. Even if it's just showing your item level or a new item you pick up or some Easter eggs you found. So, super fun. Yeah, I think in WoW, especially the way that we play it with dungeons and raids, you are a member of a group. And, you know, you're, in a way, it kind of feels like you're part of like that community, right? If you're, whether you're in a guild that's running um, raids or you're just part of a group of friends that are running dungeons. You know, you you fill a slot in that group and you have your own job and responsibility and other people are relying on you heavily, Mm -hmm. whether you're doing damage, whether you're healing people or whether you're tanking. Yeah, you have a very important job to do and people need you. And usually that requires communication and working together, Mm -hmm. Um, especially when it comes to the raids, which are 
I think it's 10 to 25 people, typically. And these bosses are really difficult to take down and have all kinds of different mechanics. And that definitely requires communication and somebody calling out what to do and when to do it. And, you know, look out for this, dodge this, move so-and-so, move here, you know, get away from the group, yada, 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 and all this mm -hmm. stuff. And, you know, it's there's a lot of communication between different people in, in raids and dungeons, especially in raids. Mm-hmm. That's important for the group's success. And not only that, but there's so much in this game for you and I to talk about of like either story related or, you know, we got this item or yeah. this thing dropped for me or we beat this boss. Yeah. Right? Like I still remember the first time that with our guild, we beat Sire Denathrius. Oh, yeah. In uh, the Shadowlands expansion. Mm -hmm. And after I want to say 100 plus attempts. Right. And just working on the communication and getting a little bit closer and a little bit better at it every single time mm -hmm. with your group of, you know, 15 to 20 friends, you know, and you and I both got to be part of that group. Yeah. And you get to know each other and you get to know how each other plays and kind of who plays a little better than the others. And, you, you know, it's it's a blast. I, I, I really enjoy the communication part, especially that we get to be part of it together. Yeah. Definitely. That's the best part of the game. Yeah, sorry. I drugged that one on again uh, <laughs> myself as well, just because of uh, how much I like this game. Yeah. But What do you give it? Yeah, I didn't even give it my rating. Um, so I'm giving it a 9. Whoa, all that so for me, a 9. Not <laughs> perfect, because, you know, as, like, for example, we, we're communicating a decent amount, but yeah. in questing, like, we're not, we have hardly played together at all. Like so far, like we're playing at the same time, we're talking to each other about stuff, but you're at a completely different part of the story than I am. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not really doing quests together at the same time yet, just because, you know, you were a bit ahead of me. I got set back. I had to kind of catch up. And by the time I caught up, you finished. So it was like, we weren't really at the same part of the game at the same time. Uh, obviously, that's going to change kind of going forward. So I don't, I don't think it's the perfect. Okay. For, I don't think it's the perfect game for communication, but it's it's good. Nine is still great. Nine is still a very high score. Yep, it is. It is. Next category is the story. What do you think of the story? I gave it a ten, but that's because. And again, man. I know that's because I'm very into like the lore and. Even after you let me watch that World of Warcraft movie, remember? Yep. It was sometime after I first played WoW. That movie actually garnered a lot of criticism, but I liked it. I like it. I Just because you know. it was like my first... It was really like the only thing we had to connect us to the World of Warcraft. Or should I, should I say the World of World of Warcraft? Uh -huh. That wasn't just like a cinematic or something in-game Right, it was like this full-blown movie that you could watch and see the characters that we love. Yep. Although, I mean, they probably could have done a better job at it, sure. But you know, compared to any other World of Warcraft movies, which there aren't any that I know of. Yeah. Um, you know, it was it was cool. I think it was it was interesting. Um, and to add to that, I actually bought the World of Warcraft fairy tale book for kids. So that our kids would know Ooh, the yeah. lore. I don't think I don't know if I've seen this. I don't think you've seen it, but I want to read some. I'll read those stories to the kids. But I'm I'm just saying what I'm trying to say is that the story of WoW itself is so big that like there's lore for every class and every expansion itself has its story as well. And I'm just so happy that we get to see, you know, the backstory of Alexstrasza and, and all these dragons right now, you know, we're moving into mm -hmm. their world where it was yeah. ruled by them and the titans and all that kind of thing. So I, I think from the story about the old gods until now, there's just so much to dive into if you are into the story. The story is extremely vast. In, in WoW, and it'd probably be overwhelming for people who joined recently or even when you did, mm -hmm. because there's so much that goes on in each expansion, and there's so many expansions. But yeah, it's, it's characters that you see 
time and time again, you know, going through different struggles and different time periods and overcoming different obstacles. And sometimes they're working together. Sometimes they're working against each other. You have some characters that you like or love. You have some characters you don't really care for very much. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's kind of needed in, I think, every story. And although it's not my favorite story ever of a game, it is still up there for me as well. So I am giving it a nine in story. Okay, close enough. I mean, I can think of other games that I like the story more. They aren't as deep or vast as this one. Okay. But I feel like that maybe that maybe makes where it like loses a little bit just because it's almost like too much. Like I feel like I don't know everything because there's just so much going on. Yep. Okay. I don't think anybody knows everything. Anyways, next category is repeatability. I would say it's pretty repeatable. I gave it a nine. Nine. But why I'm not giving it a full score of ten is because it has a time frame before it starts. I don't know, getting to you, like burning out. Mm-hmm. Um, so unless like they keep it interesting by adding new patches and stuff to it, it would actually be quite a repeatable game. It's something that we'll always go back into. Like you said, you've been playing it since 2007, so you know. Yeah, um, I think typically the, exp- the process is the expansion will come out and then there'll be a large patch, you know, uh, after the expansion comes out. And then there'll be another large patch later in the expansion. And then there'll be another expansion after that. So there's kind of like each expansion kicks off this, you know, a huge drop of new stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's like two big updates in between each expansion that brings a lot more, usually like a new zone and a new raid mm-hmm. and sometimes new dungeons too. So um, it's like they're always kind of injecting new stuff into the game which makes it kind of feel repeatable because they're constantly kind of nurturing it Mm -hmm. making sure that people are staying in the game and they're keeping everyone's attention and keeping everyone subscribed so i I feel like there's a lot of repeatability especially around like all the different things you can do between like we've been mentioning pet battles dungeons raids pvp professions and all kinds of stuff that you can be working on so repeatability i actually give it a 10 Okay. So the first perfect category for me for the game. And I think I'm kind of proven evidence of that, that basically every time they release something in the game, with the exception of us having newborns, basically, yeah, that I've always come back to the game. Yep. So, I mean, I'm always kind of there for, for the stuff when it comes out. So it gets a perfect score from me. Sounds good. Last category is fun. I I know we both think the game is fun. What yep. rating did you give it? I gave it a nine. Nine. And that's for the same reason on repeatability. Like I would have fun with it in the beginning, but then if nothing else is added to it, then I'll slowly burn out. Sure. That's how fun it is. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, now I there's a few moments that I can think of in video gaming where like I was happiest or feel like I was experiencing the most fun, right? And kind of one of those was like winning a a battle royale for the first time, right? So like playing Warzone and then winning out of what like 150 people and you know being the squad that gets first place and that happening for the first time, which took a long time to happen, was so exciting for that to happen, but Beating a boss that you've been working on for sometimes months with the same group of people and just getting a little closer each and every time. And then when you finally do it after hundreds of attempts, yeah, it is like I almost fell out of my seat, basically. Like I was so excited that like we finally beat this boss, like yeah. that you feel like you have to do everything perfectly, like right on the dot. And, you know, one person messes something up, the whole group fails, basically. Mm-hmm. So everybody has to be, like, on point. And when that everything just finally comes together, because you've le- everybody has been learning it in the, all the different phases of the fight, like, over weeks at a time, like, when it finally works is, uh, 
when I'm I'm just having so much fun with the game. So yeah, so that I, uh, did I say what I gave it? I gave it a fun rating of ten Ooh. because of that. Interesting. So I, there's not very many games, if any, that I would say definitely beat World of Warcraft in terms mm-hmm. of how much fun I'm having playing it. There's a couple other games that kind of come close, mm-hmm. but WoW might be my favorite game that of all time. True. Want mm-hmm. at least one of them in terms of how much fun I have with it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's it for me. My total was a 43, which, like I said at the beginning, I think I'm a little bit harsher on some of these than you. Mm-hmm. That's still a really good score. Yep. That's probably the highest score I've given a game that we've rated, but I think that's for good reason. Like yeah. I described earlier, this is a game we already love and are playing and have been playing for ages. Yes. So if... This didn't have a high score, or I would be wondering why we're spending so much time with it. Yep, and my total was... Your total was a 45. Okay, so pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah, yours was uh, just just a hair above mine. But still, very strong scores from both of us. It is. Let me just check something real quick. And you are right. Our average rating for this game might be the highest we've ever given any other games. I mean, Lost Ark came close, but... Yeah, yeah. And Lost Ark was a good game too. I do think this beats it in just about every area except for convenience. Mm-hmm. But um, wow. But yeah. This is out of 50, guys. So 45 and 43 is pretty up there, I would say. Yeah, I don't see a whole lot beating this. I mean, maybe we'll find a game that, that come close or uh, get into the 40s at least. But for now, this is probably makes it to the top of the leaderboard. Yeah. I do want to make sure we uh, run through where people can find us mm-hmm. on social medias. We do stream once a week, every Tuesday night at 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time over on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash GamerParentsPod. Uh, last week, we streamed WoW. I don't know what we're going to stream this next Tuesday. Maybe WoW again, maybe something different. You can also catch us over on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, Gamer Parents Podcast. Mm-hmm. Or on Twitter, at twitter.com slash GamerParentsPod. Or on our Instagram, at Gamer underscore Parents underscore Podcast. If you could give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever it is, we would greatly appreciate it. Or even a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts. Yes. The best place to hang out with us would most definitely be our Discord channel, where you can chat with us about what games you're playing, what's going on in your life. Or if you even want to hop in the voice chat with us, that's where Joanne and I are almost every night as we play whatever games we're playing, most likely WoW right now. Mm-hmm. And if you want to join the Discord, you can find the link for that in the episode description or on the YouTube video description if you're listening over there. But that is it from us. Episode 49 is in the books. That is all that we have for you this time. We will catch you in the next one. Bye!